Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined by the one and only PGA switch hitting right hand, left hand golf, <laughs> Mr. Andrew Hansen. How are you, Andrew? Oh, I'm doing well. I had the pleasure of playing golf this morning, actually, back to wow. lefty, and had a lot of good shots. I hit three birdies through the first 10 holes, huh. and then had a couple of others after that. We don't need to talk about the bunker I got stuck in, and uh, you know, these things happen, but it was, uh, you know, great weather, and, you know, I don't usually get three birdies in the first 10 holes, so That's great. That'll, that'll, that'll keep me coming back for next time. It, it, you know, it's funny how when you golf, you can hit some terrible shots, and then you hit one, like, phenomenal shot, and you hang on to that, and that's right. what gets you wanting to go back. But exactly. uh, I just find it amazing you can strike the ball so well from right hand and left hand. That just cracks me up. Amazing. Well, listen, we are we are here for PGA, and this is the championship here. This is the whole FedEx deal in yep. Atlanta, final 30 golfers. And, uh, you know, we, we've been looking at this and talking about it. And, you know, it's it's an awesome tournament. I'm super fired up. But it is quirky for DFS standards because yes. of the scoring tables that they give you. Why don't you explain to everybody uh, how that works and what that is? Right. So the, the first thing is they've made the shift now where it's staggered scoring and you get scoring to start the tournament based on your FedEx Cup standings over the course of the year. So right. to start the tournament, Dustin Johnson is 10 under par. And I sent you the the list, and I'll, I'll read through a few of the guys. So John Rahm is 8 under, Justin Thomas 7 under, Webb Simpson 6 under, Morikawa 5 under, and then there's a group of five golfers at 4 under, 3 under, 2 under, 1 under, and even par. Right. And, you know, you can find that list on PGATour.com and we may tweet it out as well. It's a good thing to be looking at. I mean, yeah. I've written I've written all the guys names down on a sheet to try to kind of picture it, because why is this important? Well, in in DFS golf, of course, your finishing position in the tournament gets you so many points. Right. And, you know, it's massive at the top. So here's the thing with the finishing points. The takeaway is. That at the top of the leaderboard, it's extremely important where you finish. At the bottom half of the leaderboard, it doesn't matter so much because the difference in points for finishing ninth and 30th is only five points. Right. Which is basically the difference between two birdies over the course of the week. So, yeah. so let me go through the top a little bit in terms of the points. on, And it's very similar on DraftKings and FanDuel. 30 points for first place and yeah. second place you're all the way down to 20 points. Mm. Now, 10 points is huge because on DraftKings, that's basically the equivalent of four birdies. So, you know, you have to really outplay the guy next to you to make up for that the 10 point difference. Right. So, it is very important that you have the winner in your lineup to get those 30 points. Yeah. Um, and then again, at the bottom part, again, between uh, ninth place, you get eight points, 30th, you get three. So that's a five point difference. It's, it's the, basically the that's difference. Crazy. Between, 
two birdies over the course of the week. So And 30th is last. So right. in case the, the exactly. listeners don't know, there's only 30 guys in it. <laughs> exactly. So there's 30 golfers, no cut. Uh, everybody's going to get a nice big paycheck. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, along those lines, guys at the bottom, I mean, they've got nothing to lose. They know they're going to get a nice paycheck. They might yeah. as well fire at flags and try to go low. So a uh, lot of different moving parts here. And then the other big thing with this slate is that the the pricing on DraftKings, man, do you have to pay up if you want to go for Dustin Johnson? Unbelievable. He costs fifteen thousand two hundred. Yeah. Out of a fifty thousand dollar budget, so he is crazy. You have to spend over thirty percent of your budget for for Johnson on DraftKings. On FanDuel, you only have to spend twenty four percent. The pricing is a lot tighter. You don't have yeah. that much of a gap between Dustin Johnson and the next guy. So I think at a, at a first glance, Dustin Johnson makes a lot more sense on FanDuel because you can get a lot more of the mid-tier stars in there that you want. Yeah. On DraftKings, if you use Dustin Johnson to try to, get, try to get those 30 points for first place, you know you can have like one mid-tier guy, and then it's a bunch of guys in the 6K and 7K range. So right. it's, uh, it's just a ton of strategy that goes into it. It is. And, you know, it, it, it's totally different, by the way. So, you know, we've we've done all these tournaments and we've handicapped a certain way and you can fade and move around different, you know, builds. But you really you're somewhat tied in here. I mean, you can't just fade the top guys completely because they're already in a slotted spot and you're having to chase from behind. So it yeah it's, it makes it so difficult. The the hilarious thing to me is these are the thirtieth thirtieth best golfers. This is the finals, and you've got Dustin Johnson at fifteen two, and you have a bunch of guys around five thousand. Right. So it's more than triple. Uh, that it's just that's incredible. So I you know from everything that I can see thus far, and again I I don't have the magic bullet for this, and this is a little bit of a heads scratcher uh for me but i just i think you have to take some of the top guys to some extent just because you can't forfeit the placement they're already in right and then try to build uh with guys in the middle and even toward the lower third that you think are going to throw a bunch of birdies and a couple eagles on the board i mean it's going to take somewhat of a perfect mixture of that uh to get it done because i mean to not use Johnson, Rom, or Thompson, really, those three in particular for me in the top three spots, you know, they're going to have to go pretty far backwards, you know, to, you know, so it's, exactly. it, it really comes down to trying to narrow that down. So we wanted to discuss that first because it's different than any other tournament that we've, you know, talked about on here, uh, the way that rolls out. Um, all right, before we get into some picks and strategy, I want to th uh, thank our two presenting sponsors, mybookie.ag and tvg.com. You can uh, check out both of those offers at dfscoachtalk.com. Use the promo code COACHTALK, all one word, no space, and there's tremendous offers from both. Uh, MyBookie matches all the way up to $1,000 on your first deposit, and tvg.com has a $300 risk-free bet that you can use uh, anytime, but specifically Saturday for the Kentucky Derby uh, would be a great one. So we appreciate both of them. Uh, as uh, Andrew was stating here, we're going to be posting a lot of information on Twitter 
Uh, we're at DFS Coach Talk. I'm at Joe Sarvati, J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. Andrew is at Language Olympic, and Shane is at DET Sports. Shane, uh, we'll also be in Discord. So jump in Discord. Uh, we will be posting the list right now of how that is uh, weighed and those scores of everybody right now. Uh, we'll, we'll go over a little bit of the scoring on both uh, FanDuel and DraftKings because we want you to have a good feel for what you're getting into and not just pick some blind guys and then all of a sudden they, they play as good as the other guy, but you don't get nearly as many points. I mean, you got to read through everything. So we wanted to go over that. All right, now we're going to go, we're going to jump into the odds and talk about that first uh, three guys because they're massively favored. So we've got Dustin Johnson is just plus 160, which, you know, that goes back to the Tiger Woods days when he was winning three out right. of four tournaments. <laughs> so the reason being, obviously, that score. John Rahm plus 270 is no picnic. Justin Thomas at plus 550. So those three are the first, second, and third place. They're the three big chalk. And I almost think you got to pick one of those guys and roll with them to some extent. If you don't, you're really playing catch-up. Because the fourth guy, it drops all the way to Webb Simpson at plus 1,100. And then it completely free falls from there. When, you know, the, the fifth choice is Colin uh, Morikawa at plus 2,000. And then everybody is bunched in all the way up to Mark Leishman uh, at plus 40,000. So no respect for $5,000 Mark Leishman. Right. But, you know, you've got a huge gap all the way down. But I don't think there's any difference this week to a, a plus 5,000 Patrick Reed to a, a plus, you know, 6,600 Brendan Todd to a plus 8,000 Soon J.M. They're all basically you know, going to be in that same type of scenario. So as far as the betting goes, separate from uh, DFS, uh, you know, I don't see how you bet a golfer at plus 160, even if he does have the lead. Right. So I would say if you do want to roll some, some bucks out there, you know, give Thomas or Simpson or one of those guys where you can get at least get a return. But back to DFS. So Let's talk a little bit from your side on a little bit of strategy. I know you're uh, an awesome with the co course history stuff and sort of get an idea of, of how people play here and what the makeup of uh, this course is a little bit and how it'll play into these players' game. Yeah, so it's a par 70, and you know you do see guys who get here repeatedly. You know, this is the first time we haven't seen Tiger and Phil here. Uh, but you get guys like uh, Hideki Matsuyama, who has a nice course history here. He's consistently in this final 30. Um, Rory is another guy who's had a lot of success on this course, and he has come from behind uh, to win this event. And so, guys, you know, he has shown that it can be done where he can make up a big gap. Basically, you just have to have a terrific week and play significantly better than the others, and you can you can make that. Uh, leap. Well, you got to um, share the Rory narrative now. Yeah, so definitely. So if you hadn't heard it, Rory this Monday actually became a father. Uh, they had a baby daughter and he, you know, great quote. He said, this is already the best week of my life. And uh, that that's fun to hear. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, a guy like Rory, who's won so many majors, uh, won so much money, had such great success on the course. Uh, and, you know, we all know that he has been struggling on the course the last few yeah. weeks. And it all makes sense. He's been stressed about what's happening at home. And, you know, he's even said that. OK, I'm not just, you know, just making this up. He, he's he has said that on record. And and now that everything has gone smoothly, we have that. Fred Van Vliet narrative from the NBA playoffs last year. You know, he couldn't hit the broadside of a barn and then they had a baby and then he was untouchable. He made everything, barely touching rim. It's just nothing but net. So I am much more interested in Rory now that he's had this experience. I mean, he might, you know, just walk around that course like he's never felt before and not feel much stress because he's going to feel so much joy and, and relief and, you know, all the struggles and the stress and the tension that he's been experiencing and and showing it's gone. And I, I think this is a real uh, opportunity to, to to buy low on Rory and, uh, you know, see if he can shoot up the leaderboard. Yeah. And Rory's uh, ninety seven hundred on DraftKings and he's ten uh, two on FanDuel. And I think everything you said makes perfect sense. I think a lot of people will buy into the narrative. I just, you know, and I get it, but I just, he hasn't played good golf in so long. I mean, we've seen for like a couple of months where he's just been super inconsistent. So I don't know. It's going to, I don't think I'm going to go there, but I'm certainly going to be regretting it on, on Monday. If they're showing him and talking about the baby, I'm going to be like, Oh no, (laughs) but uh, I don't think I'm going to go there. Yeah. I mean, I haven't played him in a long time. Um, But the other thing again is if you, if you really dig in on these prices, it's just not the normal analysis that we usually do where, you know, DJ is 11,000 and Rory is 10,400 and we yeah. say, well, yeah, I'm not going to play Rory. He hasn't been playing well. But, you know, on DraftKings, he's 5,500 less than DJ. It's crazy. You know, and and Rom, he's 3,000 less than Rom. Yeah. So, you know, if Rom backs up from his second spot and finishes fifth and Rory, you know, uh, goes, I mean, he's, he's trailing Rom by five strokes. So if he... Uh, just overcomes Rom, I mean, it, then it's a no-brainer. And I think right. there's a legit chance that that can happen. So, again, I I just haven't been playing him, but the narrative and all that uh, and his price tag makes sense. It's a buy-low opportunity, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Any Anybody else, uh, you know, you that jumps out to you to that's, that's, you, has great course history here or has – terrible course history here that I know you you always search for those in your value yeah. plays. So uh, I like Xander Shoffley's course history here. Okay. Very good. Uh, Finau has been good. And he uh, he was fifth last week at the BMW. Yeah. And he's a nice price. He's only 8200 on DraftKings. So he's one of those mid, mid-tier guys that makes a lot of sense to me. Um, yeah. One guy who hasn't been that great on this course is Webb Simpson. And he's a really interesting guy here because he's in fourth place at six under par and he took last week off. You know, he, you know, he'd been grinding week after week. He decided I'm not going to the BMW and deal with that, you know, U S open type conditions. Oh, by the way, what an an amazing finish last week, but craziness. 
he just said, I don't even want to deal with that. I want to go home, rest up, practice, get ready for the tour championship. And it's, it seems like a pretty solid decision because he's still in fourth place. He didn't have to deal with that mess and that tough course, but he hasn't been that great on this course. So I'm a little bit up in the air on him. I'm, I'm leaning towards fading him, but the fact that he took the week off and just has his total focus on this tour championship has me thinking a little bit. Yeah. And he's dangerous. He is always dangerous. Um, I'll tell you, though, you, you made mention of it. I, I got to bring it up. I mean, the, the finish with DJ and Rom last week has to be one of the top three finishes I've ever seen in, in a golf tournament. I, those two putts were just completely outrageous. And now the, the, I guess, you know, the question is, you got them one, two. They finished one, two before. They're one, two in the world. I mean, is this. Is it Team Johnson, Team Rom? Sort of like, you know, yesterday we had to choose. Is it, you know, uh, Team Harden or Team Giannis? You know, it's the same kind of thing now. Uh, Or or can you make a lineup without either one of these guys? That's the big question. Uh, Because like you said, somebody that's really good like Finau, he's $7,000 less than Johnson. Seven. (laughs) It's incredible. (laughs) Yep. You can fit like 1.4 Mark Leishman's in there and the difference. Exactly. It's nuts. Oh, it's crazy. Um, Yeah, that is a key question here, uh, those two guys. And I'm going to have to keep tinkering with it. Again, I think think I'm going to have Dustin Johnson on FanDuel just because you can still get a lot of other uh, guys that are attractive that aren't so far down the leaderboard. Because, you know, even if you get – if you have two or three of these cheap guys – and they play well and they move up again they're not going to get many points yeah. and so you know you don't you still want to try to get guys that are finishing second and third so you really have to try to play out the scenario of how you think it's going to look you know when all the shots have been hit and then backtrack it into how many of these guys in the top 5 can i get and you know, then it also comes down to, you know, what type of tournaments are you playing and are you, uh, right. you know, a, a more risky GPP player where you want to, you know, play the narrative of Rory shooting up the leaderboard uh, and, and play a couple guys, play a couple more guys in the mid tier and hope that they all play well versus trying to get as many of the guys in the top five as you can. Well, I coach here has a monster stand that he's going to take. All right. What do we got? Talking in the third person here. Like, uh, <laughs> I am going 100% in all my lineups, which I think he's going to win this sucker. John Rong. I think okay. he beats DJ, and he's not that far behind him, and he's $2,500 cheaper uh, on DraftKings. That's a lot. You can yep. That really helps. Oh, yeah. And, and he's... Uh, almost $2,000 cheaper on FanDuel. So it, it gives me a little bit more leverage in building out the rest of the lineup. Plus, I just like Rom better than than uh, than Johnson. You know, it's I think he's got a great shot. Uh, that crazy finish last week, I think he just probably feels like it's destiny that he's going to pull this out and do it. So, uh, yeah, that's my, my hot take for today is John Rom to win it. And I'm uh, I'm putting him as my first player in in all my lineups. Okay, well, I as the more and more we talk, the more and more I'm leaning towards 
using Rory in the majority of my lineups, but wow. um, you know, uh, we'll wait for the final uh, decision here as we give our information to our members in terms of our core plays on DraftKings and then the full FanDuel lineup. But um, so I guess I'm not ready to lock him in yet, but I will say this. I'll give out one value play here, and uh, it's Kisner. He is okay. 6,800 on DraftKings. Yeah. He has a good course history here, and he's been playing really well lately. He tied, he was he had a top twenty in the PGA Championship. Yeah, and then he was third at in Wyndham at the Wyndham. He was tied for fourth in the playoff event in Boston, tied for twenty fifth last week. So, you know, he's just been very very consistent. And then you 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 add in the fact that he's you know from the South, good course history here. You know he and, and you need a cheap guy and. 6,800 on DraftKings, 7,100 on FanDuel, so yeah, I'm looking there. I love that pick. And you know who's right next to him on the price board there? And I know he's played pretty poorly lately, but Victor Hovland, how far, yes. far has he fallen? I, I mean, know. he was in the top two or three price guys for two or three tournaments in a row, and now he's down below uh, Kisner, for goodness sakes. Uh, he's only 6,600 on DraftKings. If he can just pull it together a little bit – and only seven thousand on Fanduel, you know he's he's my value guy. Uh, just happens to be right next to your guy, just on pure ability and what he can get done. And I don't think he feels any pressure right now. He's in the top thirty. Yep. He's had his win this year. I think he just goes out and plays. And I think he is one of the more talented players, uh, certainly uh, around. So. You know, a guy that can put some eagles on the board, too. And that's going to be key in this par 70, no doubt. Yeah, his price jumped out at me, too. And, of course, the majority of it is based on the starting position. You know, he's in that last group at even par. Yeah. And yeah. Kisner is one up at, at one under. So Kisner has the, the, the edge with the starting the starting gates. But, yeah. but I agree. In terms of the guys who are down there in that bottom 10, uh, Kisner's probably my favorite at, at one under, and then the guys that are even par, Hovland and and Billy Horschel are probably my two favorites down there. Yeah, and Horschel's played really good golf recently. Yep. Six top tens this year, uh, fifty seven hundred on DraftKings. He's the other one that caught my eye as well. So, and seven thousand on FanDuel. So that gives you a little idea of our build there. Uh, you know to to start going with again it's an awkward build because you got so many different factors that we never have to deal with but the best way to do it is you know uh, this podcast is is going to air here this evening we hope everybody that plays pga with us listens to it and then uh, later this evening we'll be posting our lineups and you'll uh, do you want to talk a little bit about our fall special and what we give to our uh members yeah, absolutely. Uh, the great thing about DFS Coach Talk is that the membership you get, whether it's for a week, a month, or a year, or this fall special, you get full access to all of our sports. And we give out uh, lineups uh, for the NBA seven days a week. We give a FanDuel cash lineup, a GPP. We give a dra the coach's clipboard on DraftKings with core players and pivots. We give a fantasy draft lineup. So we're doing that every day for the NBA, every day for Major League Baseball. We do it every week for PGA, and we'll do it multiple times per week for every NFL slate. So you get all four of those sports, 
And the fall special takes you all the way through the end of this calendar year for only $199. So you get a nice discount on our monthly membership. Uh, and again, you get full access to all the sports. That's one of the things that differentiates us from our competitors, where you get these fees that are, you only get access to one sport. And then the other right. thing, again, is that we're giving out actual full lineups on FanDuel that you can just plug and play. And yep. we've had great success. Our members are happy. So uh, we'd love to have you jump in with the fall special and you'll get the rest of the calendar year for all of our sports. Absolutely. Uh, very well said. And uh, definitely take advantage of that uh, now as we're on September 3rd. You know, it's September 1 through December 31st. So you're still at the very front end of that uh, that deal. And I can't believe we have football next week. It just blows my mind. But yeah. uh Crazy stuff. And then, uh, you know, and not only are you getting full cash lineups, you're getting, uh, you know, you'll get a hybrid lineup that you can utilize in both and a GPP for if you want to take a shot at some of the big ones. And even with golf, generally I'll throw in a Friday night uh, weekend golf uh, little deal there too. And it might even be more uh, fun this week because you're going to know a little bit more of what happened with this jockeying uh, right. through the first two days. So, uh, definitely join us there uh, for sure. Um, really, I mean that's that's the main stuff we wanted to to spend you know most of this podcast sort of discussing the difference of this tournament to the rest, so that you know when you're you're lining it up and you're going to be like, what's going on here? Because it's it seems very uh, odd. Um, I did take a chance uh, to spend a few minutes to look back at what did well in the tournaments last year. Uh, not the tournaments, the, this tournament, because of the weird weighted thing, because they did it last year as well. And uh, it was that that upper core, those guys that were in the top five spots last year. If you didn't have two of them, you, you really didn't make it. You, you couldn't catch up. So I don't know if that's a foreshadowing. Certainly the situation's a little different this year, but just enough to say, you know, there's been a lot of tournaments where I haven't used the top five, six uh, price guys and been able to really build a mid, nice mid-build, uh, yep. mid-salary. But you can't – I don't think you can do that here. So right. you got to might, – you might have to go uh, out of your comfort zone. I know it's a super small sample size just looking at the results from last year. But based on what we went over here, how the scoring works – and, you know, just historic, I think that that's probably the way you have to go. So for me, it's it's going to be that exact thing. And we'll share all of that in Discord. But, you know, just so, uh, you know, you get some strong value out of this. I'm starting my lineup with Rom. I'm going to choose that secondary guy, whether it be a, a Simpson, a DeChambeau, uh, or a, a Matsuyama. One of those three, probably my second spot. And then I'm going to try to go down for the value play of, of probably a Hovland, and then that's where you have to really grind in there. Do you go with a Terrell Hatton, an Abraham answer, you know, uh, Tony Fina, who's, you know, a decent price. So, you know, you, you have some options, but I think it, you know, that gives you sort of an idea of, of the build. And then we'll just, we'll knock it out tonight. Uh, we'll, we'll post those cash and, GPP lineups and see if we can uh, take some of this down. Summer is here and sports are finally back. 
which can only mean one thing. It's time to get back, relax, and make some cash. Everyone has to start somewhere, which is why you want to get off on the right foot by choosing an established book like mybookie.ag. With all the major sports seasons just around the corner, there's never been a better time to get in on the action. Dynamic betting lines and a simple-to-use platform make the process easier than it's ever been. Create your account in just a few easy steps. Deposit and begin placing your bets. Sign up now using promo code COACHTALK to get your deposit matched 100% all the way up to $1,000. Plus an extra $25 free play. That's promo code COACHTALK. Use it to score yourself an extra piece of the pie. With my bookie, you bet, you win, and most importantly, when you win, you get paid. You know, I'm sure a lot of people are going to be scratching their head trying to figure out the strategy for this. So, uh, you know, hopefully this helps you beat that to the punch a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a, a ton of strategy. And uh, I'm looking forward to finalizing the lineups. And, um, you know, hopefully we can have some success here in a, what should be a really exciting weekend. It, it will be for sure. I mean, good Lord, we've got, you know, NBA, terrific NBA playoff basketball uh, baseball's been red hot too. It's crazy stuff going on there. Guys hitting three homers and you know all <laughs> kinds of stuff. And then with this, you know, nothing to me. I it's bizarre. Of course, basketball. I live and die and bleed basketball. But I I don't know how much more I can enjoy a sport than than watching golf on TV. I you get to see every shot. You get to see how people play the course. Uh, this is going to be so much fun. I'm I'm going to be tuned in at for tee off tomorrow. That's for sure. Can't wait. No doubt. All right. I want to thank our our presenting sponsors, MyBookie.ag and TVG.com. Go to our website, DFSCoachTalk.com. There is a link and a banner for both of them. Uh, use the promo code CoachTalk, all one word, no space, and you get some fantastic offers for MyBookie.ag and TVG.com. Uh, again, check us out on Twitter. Uh, really important too, if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, take a second, hit the thumbs up, thumbs up, and subscribe to our channel, and click the little alarm button so you know when our podcast posts. Those things make a big, big difference for us. If you're listening to us audio-wise through Spotify, uh, Podbean, iHeart, uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, specifically iTunes. Take a second to give us a five-star uh, five uh, review. The, the new contest has started for September. We have a contest every month. Uh, Lakers fans, I believe, won. Lakers Zen. Lakers Zen, okay. He wins yep. the one-month free membership for the five-star review on iTunes and uh, the quick comment. So that's all you have to do to qualify. Yep. Everybody that does that throughout the month goes into a randomizer and one member is pulled, or not member, one person, whether they're a member or not, is, is pulled out of that group uh, for a free one-month membership. So uh, we really appreciate that also. Also, our charity of choice here is mombon3.org. That's M-A-M-B-A-O-N-T-H-R-E-E.org. It is a fantastic charity set up by the Bryan family. That is it, my man. I, we've got a lot of great basketball to watch tonight. Uh, we need to get the bats going. I'm ready for a little baseball as well. And, uh, you know, then we get to get geared up for golf. So if you're a member and you're listening to this, 
Uh, give us probably uh, about, I'd say, 9 p.m. Eastern-ish, uh, and we will have the lineups up for golf in case you're going to bed a little earlier, which I don't know why you would because we're going to be sweating basketball and baseball. But <laughs> right. we will get those golf uh, lineups uh, put up on Discord. So any final words, sir? Yeah, thanks for joining us. And again, uh, if you're out on the West Coast and you're up late, then we'll have our basketball podcast out later tonight or early in the morning. If you're on the East Coast, uh, you can listen at breakfast and, and get set for the Friday slate. But yeah, lots of exciting stuff here to do between now and then. And this is doubleheader uh, Thursday. It's usually yep. on Wednesdays, but it's Thursday because of the golf. So Andrew and I uh, knocked out golf here. And then later tonight, uh, after the basketball games, we'll be hitting tomorrow's basketball. So exactly. We are staying with it, man. We are on it. So thank you, Andrew. Great insight in golf. I knew you'd have a couple good value plays for me. I've that saved me this this season so far. So let's uh, hope a couple of these guys can come through for us. So we appreciate you listening. Uh, enjoy the sports tonight, and we'd love to have you join the community here at DFS Coach Talk. And we will definitely catch you uh, later tonight, and then again tomorrow as we look to crush it in DFS. <laughs>